Is this heaven? No, it's a podcast. Welcome to the Field of Geeks podcast. Welcome to Field of Geeks Podcast, episode 93. I'm Josh. And I'm David. Got a great show full of discussion for you today. We're going to be talking Toys R Us, Deadpool 2, Infinity War, Krypton, and of course, whatever else comes our way. First off, I'd like to um, remember Stephen Hawking's. He passed away. We weren't uh, yeah. We weren't recording during that time, so this is a little late, but uh, yeah. That was, a, that was a very sad, sad and heavy loss that... Uh, that man redefined science, everything. He he had uh, he had a very strong opinion, and people listened to about everything from creation of the universe to God to black holes, aliens, black holes. Yeah, he, in fact, he said that uh, the next hundred years, if mankind wants to survive, we have to look to the stars. We are not going to survive another hundred years on our planet. Oof. So I hope he's wrong. Yeah, I do too. However, <laughs> brilliant, brilliant man. We won't be here, so I guess that's good. But our yeah. kids will be, sadly. So he's a brilliant man, and it yeah. is a terrible, terrible loss. It is. You know, he overcame a terrible struggle, life mm-hmm. struggle. I think he had Lou Gehrig's disease, and he was only expected to live two years. I think when he got diagnosed, two or five, something like that. And, and he, yeah, he definitely uh, extended that time. Yeah, and instead he lived another like 54 years or something. He put a hell of a lifetime. Oh, yeah. And I never did see that movie that was based on his life. Did you happen to catch it? No, I haven't. It is. I wanted to, but then I never got around to it. I couldn't even tell you what the name of it is now. It'd be something I would have to Google. Yeah, Eddie Redmayne played him. Uh, I forgot what it was called, too. But, it, of course, it got a lot of awards, so it's it's got to be worth the time. But, you know, it's... um. I think some of it's fictionalized, but th- that's how they do it with, uh, based on true events, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, I think he had, I think the movie might've said like, he just had this one glamorous marriage, but he actually was married a few times. Mm-hmm. So I think he had a couple kids, but, uh, you know, I really came to know him maybe from that brief appearance on, uh, the next generation. He yeah. uh, had that poker table scene with data. Data had all the great minds. Yeah. Einstein. I forgot who else was there, but. That was uh that was really cool and yeah he's gonna be greatly missed and yeah I hope he's uh he's one of the stars out there who knows you know yeah I'm sure he's having a great adventure so I hope so inspired a lot of uh you know um, theoretical physicists you know Neil Neil deGrasse Tyson I mean I can't really name anybody else after that because I don't yeah. know <laughs> yeah no you're we we don't belong in the world of science no we, we couldn't do not. tell you however no, no I would probably go cross-eyed if I started reading a book about what you know that he wrote oh yeah <laughs> like ah you lost me so yeah um, I, I'm not nerdy enough to have Stephen Hawkins in my library I'm sorry it's <laughs> just for looks just for looks maybe like hey I am smart eh, sure but... yeah I've read it four or five times yeah yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, you will be missed, uh, Mr. Hawkins, and thank you for your uh, contributions. So, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing good. Yeah? Been uh, down a sitter, so on my days off, instead of doing the stuff that I want to do around the house, I've got my daughter, but... I know how that goes. She's entertainment in herself. (laughs) 
kids will do that. Been playing some game. Been playing games and waiting for movies or kind of movies and stuff to come out. So you don't have to wait too much. I mean, they're out almost every week. It seems. Oh, yeah. Something something new. You know. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm waiting for the new Roseanne. Oh, that's which, exciting! Which, that's which, next week. That drops yeah. Tuesday. We're excited. That looks great. I hope it's good. Hope it's um, worth the uh, wait. I, well, uh, I was reading online. And I can never remember her name, but the gal that played uh, Darlene did a short skit on the talk with John Goodman. Sarah Gilbert, yeah. Yeah, Sarah Gilbert. And they had, you know, they played, they kind of redid their roles as their original characters. And they had so much fun. She had so much fun that she pulled on in with the original cast and said, excuse me, we need to make, uh, we need to bring it back. Yeah. But we can't bring it back unless we all, you know, can will you guys help us write shows? And everybody was like, hell yes. They, I know that, they're, I think the original plan was that Mark was supposed to have died, had joined the military and died in Iraq. Sure. And I think his son is named after him. After okay. Mark. As an honor to him. I think sure. is what I read. That's nice. Honor um, to the character. Because the actor who played yeah. him passed away. Yeah. She does not want to replace him. Sure. Um. They have to. They have to do David and Darlene as divorced because Big Bang is not going to allow. Oh, that's Galecki. why. Yeah, they're not going to allow Galecki to go go do Roseanne on another network. That sucks. So I think he made an appearance at least. Yeah, I, I saw I, a clip. Yeah, I think that she's letting do an appearance here and there. However, but I'm not. I'm not all sure what else they're doing with that. However, they're they're bringing back majority of the original cast. I would. I would love to see how they do like his his daughter or his uh, Dan's dad and, and his his wife and and children and and stuff like that. I hope they bring them back. Hope they bring back as many of their friends as they can. Yeah, that'll be that'll be nice to see those little Easter eggs, mm-hmm. you know, uh, just a reference or a just passing by, you yeah, know, something like that. Yeah, that would be a that'd be cool. Yeah, I look forward to that. I like I like these you know revitalizations of these classic shows we mm-hmm. grew up with as long as they're good and. You know, yeah. I, I hope they, you know, I hope they don't all try to be in for the long run. Like, I'd rather them complete what they want to say. And if enough people like it, they'll come back and just do like little, little spurts, you know, of yeah, shows. a season um, or two here. And yeah. 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 So, uh, you know, I hate for them to commit to like 20, 30 episodes a season. I think they just get burned out again. They're in, in they're older and they, John Goodman's in a lot of movies. So that yeah. gives them time to do those uh, projects. And you know, of course, well, Sarah Gilbert's got the the show. So, well, this this actually would work because they're first off they're dropping that whole last season. Good, thank God. Where they quote unquote won the lottery because oh my God, that was that's where that was terrible. Well, the whole the the real stinker was right at the end when she's like, oh by the way, Dan d- really did die of a heart attack. Yeah, he was um, unfaithful, and I was mad at him, and that's why I wrote. The, I'm like, oh my yeah. God, well. And instead, they're going to drop that whole season. And since John Goodman has lost a ton of weight, mm. it would work because, I mean, he survives a heart attack. Well, now he's got to cut back on on everything. The only foods he normally eats, he's going to get small. Mm. So, they're, they're slim. He'll be, he would be slim after all these years. Sure. Well, he's got a CPAP machine in one of the uh, clips they showed. Oh. And she's like, she's like, Dan. And he's like, what? And he takes it off. It's like, oh, I thought you were dead. He's like, why does everyone think I'm dead? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm glad. That's a, that's a good thing to correct. Uh, I really, I'm happy about that. You couldn't you couldn't bring it back without him. And... Well, I think they did the same thing with Will and Grace. They got rid of, like, the whole last season. Okay. And they did that with, uh, 
they're in the middle of something and and uh oh actually i can never remember the, the character's names off that one but the really flamboyant friend that uh, will always picks on and they pick back and forth jack yeah jack jack it's all it's, it's almost like jack has a daydream and that whole season happened Oh really? So oh, he's sna- he, Dallas. Yeah, so he just kind of snaps out of it. Yeah. yeah, and I've been told that because now it's in a modern day. I've been told that it is. It, it still holds its its original humor. Good. It still hold and it holds up. At one point, uh, Karen has, gets Grace as an interior decorator in the White House. And they're trying to figure out what orange to use, as a, you know. And then you know, as a shout out, as yeah, a, right, as kind right. Of a, a, a Trump. And then something happens, and he turns out that Jack dated one of the Secret Service, and things got kind of kind of bad with Will and stuff. So she loses her job, loses that job. But however, they, they're keeping it modern, and they're still they're still you know a little bit with modern celebrities and stuff like that. Yeah. I I'm I watched a little bit of Will and Grace. I never got into this new one. However, my sister, my mom, my wife, they all love it. So Well good. That's great. I remember um back in the day, I don't I doubt they do it anymore. Maybe they do, but uh they used to have local like um you know, television viewers test shows before they yeah. were released. I remember that. I did that for uh Oh, what was it? Rock. Third Rock from the summer? No, not Third Rock from oh. the, the one the Rock. The Rock or it I think it was called the Rock and it was um, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he was in Mimic. He's been in several movies. Oh, I know what you're talking but, about. Yeah, yeah. He was like a garbage man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's always bringing stuff home and fixing it and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. got we got my family up to be one of the, the te- for the to test that out and watch it. Cool. We watched it for a while. That's exciting. It was like yeah. I'm important. They they yeah. matter. They, they they're gonna they call want, me up and they want my opinion. This is great. I, yeah. They, they did, and it, they, it was yeah. fun to watch the shows, but I hated the surveys. Yeah, that was yeah. It was like, hey, you got like half hour, forty five minutes of your time. You know what's funny is when I was asked about Will and Grace, and it's because of the time. And I don't really remember being hung up on the the gay thing. I didn't like the show, and I told him that. And I'm like, I don't think this is gonna be a good show. You know, I didn't say exactly like that, but it had nothing to do with like homophobia. But I don't know. I just didn't. It just wasn't your style of comedy. Yeah, but I do appreciate it as it. You know, I was wrong. Okay, yeah. I totally admit that because you know it's it's a pilot. They change things all the time. Oh, yeah. I was wrong. Thankfully, they didn't listen to me. Yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. Or I was just part of those people, like, you know, it wasn't enough negativity. So, yeah. Uh, so, I was like, yeah, that's a hit. I kind of contributed, maybe. Nah, probably well, not. It You weren't their viewer base. No, and, no. But and, but they also use all that information to find their viewer base. So, this show's geared, it turns out this show's geared towards this group of people right the, you know these kinds of people this age group so on and so forth i was a young kid i don't even think yeah. i could drive yet like i don't think my age group would have watched the show it's just you know it's too it's too adult you know it's, yeah your brain hasn't developed enough or your experiences haven't come you know to really understand you know that type of humor yeah and, and you know the social makeup of the show you know things like that kind of like yeah. west wing if you showed a elementary school student the west wing show they'd be like i'm so bored i don't yeah, know what's going on the, yeah i'm sure that if they <laughs> interview them like oh i only watched about five minutes then i went to go play with something that, that was this show's stupid that's a short survey that's what that is yeah click where, but where yeah. you know people who are into those that kind of stuff they're gonna you know who, sure. who, who are gonna be like yeah they're gonna you're gonna take their opinion seriously right right of course well um you know, uh, lately I I got Movie Pass, and uh, her brother in law told me about that. We've 
if I didn't have my daughter on my days off, I think that we would look into that. Yeah, because it's only one ticket, unfortunately. Yeah. But actually, she's young enough. You could you could take her. If no one's in there, then you could just be like, hey, have um, fun. I would. It wouldn't probably be enjoyable. No. You know? I'm, there's a lot of movies that I want to see that, that like, not, there's, there'll be something that I probably invest in next year. Because, mm-hmm. you know, next year, uh, it too. There's supposed to be, uh, out of the second Conjuring movie, the, the Nun, which was the demon. That looks terrifying. Uh, it's going to get its own spinoff. And then the, the spinoff for uh, The Crooked Man. And then The Conjuring 2, uh, this kid to help get over his his uh, stutter, he spins this toy and it shows, you know, The Crooked Man walking. And he repeats, you know, The Crooked Man walked a crooked mile, blah, blah, blah. Wow. Well, as as the uh, the head demonologist, whatever the guy, Ed, he's looking around the house and he looks inside this little boy's tent and that thing starts to spin on his own and all of a sudden, the crooked man disappears and comes up over the top oh of the, the tent and chases the guy Whoops. out of the room. So the crooked man's going to get his own spinoff. Yeah. Uh, they're supposed to be making a, uh, a horror-based Wizard of Oz remake. Isn't already horror based? I'm freaked out by that movie. I can't. I can't watch it. I don't so, know. No. Why. Um. I don't know. But I don't know how you're going to get it any any worse. No. Unless you go off of the spinoff they did on Supernatural, you find out that uh, the Lion, the Tin Man, and the Scarecrow were human were human beings, part of Freedom Fighters that raised Dorothy, and the Wicked Witch killed them and turned them into what eventually what they were in the in the books. Yeah, really. In in the episode in that episode, you find out that. Uh, the the guys be, eventually uh, become men of letters, which are in America all wiped out. They they were they would have been legacy because their their grandfather was a men of letters. Their father should have been. They would have been. They eventually, get the bunker, and the men, their bunker is full of every spell, every book, every magic item they ever researched. Like they make the reference to the spear of truth. They have the spear of truth in a case, and and Dean goes, "The hell is a spirit truth? Does it make you you can't lie with it?" You're like. <laughs> And he puts you put and he just slides it off to the side. But you find out that Oz is a real place. And at one point, Dorothy, all grown up, captures the Wicked Witch and cuts out her tongue and brings her back to the mental letters because she needs to find a way to kill her. And they can't do it, so they, they she traps the two of them in this kind of a pocket dimension within this goo, yeah. which eventually they get set free. But you find out that they were freedom fighters that raised her, the, the the lion, the tin man, and the scarecrow. And the Wicked Witch eventually kills him and turns one into a lion, turns one into a man of, you know, like a robot, which he looks more kind of a steampunk-esque sure. robot. Because Dorothy has his head. And then turned the other one uh, into a scarecrow, and they all died. And eventually, and you find out that Dorothy's father was a man of letters, and he wrote these books. Based off of Oz, which they eventually used the information, the hidden stuff that he hid in the books, uh, to kill the Wicked Witch. Spoiler alert: if you haven't gotten that far, <laughs> it's like seasons eight or nine, something like that. Supernatural, you're yeah, talking, yeah, yeah. Wow, but yeah. So, it, and then Dorothy and another character go back to Oz to finish what was started and free the free Oz from the witch's original hole because she's got an army of witches and monsters, and they go back to free them. And eventually the character who comes back. It's, it's, it was a neat uh, bounce back and stuff. That's crazy. Yeah, it was. It That's was a, cool. Yeah. 
That's cool. So yeah. I'm not. I mean, I'm not sure how they're going to do it, but they're supposed to be being made. Nice. So next year I'll probably look into it because there'll be a lot of stuff my wife will not watch. And well, what's nice about movie passes, even if the movie you're seeing is like not really something you would normally pay for, it it doesn't matter because it's like I'll just go see if I if I like it because it yeah. doesn't cost any extra. I mean, it's down to. Six ninety five now a month. I I got mine for seven ninety five, and I I paid for the whole year, so I'm, I'm set. So like you know, I've been dying to use this thing. So last night I saw Game Night with my cousin, and uh, I got to use the Movie Pass for the first time. It's pretty slick. I had had the the app, which you have to have, I guess. You mm-hmm. you have to pretty much be in the parking lot of the theater to check in, which reserves your ticket. Then you go inside, scan your card, and then it prints your ticket for you. All right. It was pretty slick. Um, we well, the wife, my brother in law mentioned it. My wife, you know, when I was down there in November, uh, my wife mentioned it probably about a week ago, and I was like, "Yeah, I would," but and she's like, "Well, you probably wouldn't go use it that often." I was like, "Oh, I would if I didn't have our daughter. You know, I would just go find a movie to watch on Mondays and go mm-hmm. on my days off, or well, you know, or we could find someone to watch on, on a day during the week on the weekend. And then you know, hey, there we go." Well, with the the slate of movies they they have now for us, it's it would be something very useful because you know you'd probably be seeing maybe two movies a month, and you definitely pay for your movie pass. It'd oh, be yeah. worth it at that point. You know, the only bad thing is if you if you like to go opening night, which I usually like to, you're probably not gonna you know if it's it's like the old days. You go to the theater, hopefully it's not sold out. Yeah, that's, that's what movie passes. You can't reserve seats. I think on site you can, but. As far as I know, Flix takes it, so that that's oh, hey. pretty much accepted everywhere. But yeah, I, I saw uh, Game Night, which uh, you know I wasn't normally going to see, but we kind of did this thing where I, I don't think we've done it since we were kids. We just showed up at the theater and just chose a movie like whenever it was closest to the time we had. So yeah. Game Night was it. Black Panther, I would have loved to have seen again, but my cousin already saw it three times, so didn't do that but yeah we went to see game night and that's no excuse yeah and you telling my said that that's no excuse i will i will because i was like ah, i'd like to see that again we're like, talking about seeing that again yeah that was, and if not i will definitely own that i'm oh for sure yeah that was a such a such a phenomenal movie i was uh, it was a crazy crazy big epic movie and i'm very happy it's it's broken a billion and it's still going i think i think mm-hmm. it's exceeding avengers and most likely it'll still be in theaters I'm pretty confident it will be by the time Infinity War comes out. So after you see Infinity War, you can go back and see Black Panther again, especially if you have Movie Pass. Yep. Uh, you can, yeah. Well, check it out. But. Black Panther just allowed Disney probably to buy back next year, buy back a bunch more of their their missing characters. Yeah. Well, that, that, that Fox lock. deal is still up in the air, and uh, who knows what Sony's doing with all of their. Um, yeah, all their characters. Well, Sony's being nice enough to work with them. Mm-hmm. So let's... Except we'll, they're making Venom, which is like, I don't think it's Marvel Studios approved. But I don't know. Who knows? Well, Maybe. let's we'll leave we'll leave leave them alone for a little while. Mm-hmm. Let's concentrate on like The Incredible Hulk. Yeah. So we can get a few, a few good Hulk movies. Because he's got some excellent uh, villains. And even if not just as villains, you could, re, you could do a spinoff of Agents of Smash. Mm-hmm. And introduce the Red Hulk, and introduce uh, a bomb, and the She Hulk, and you know, the incredible She Hulk, and and them, and and Scar. Even if you don't want to do Planet Hulk, and introduce Scar, and then now you've got a, a team of your own. Right. The only problem is they gotta 
they got to work with Universal for a solo Hulk movie uh, right now, yeah. which well, sucks. But what they're doing is... Take that money for Black Panther and buy him. Yeah, well, yeah. Probably could. Just big suitcase of money. Who says no to that? So. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're building arcs for the Hulk. That's probably the best they could do for now. But I don't know if you saw Thor Ragnarok. I, I, I was happy yeah. with what they did with him in that. You know, uh, I want more. I want him and Ross, General Ross, to get back yeah. uh, into swing of things. It'd be it's interesting to know because Ross had his heart attack in the canon. Like, is he changed or is he still really wants to be or get the Hulk or is he become Red Hulk? Uh, the heart condition, who knows? I, I don't know yeah. who it could be, but. All that's going to be explored. I, I really liked Hopefully. Ragnarok. However, too funny. No, um, I I did not like. Uh, was it Korg? Yeah, the rock guy. Because I I remember reading the comics. I remember watching the animated movie. Korg, that was not Korg. Well, I tried to start a resistance, but the only people who joined was my mother and my grandma. No, no, <laughs> he led a real resistance and was defeated. Yeah, and then uh, oh, Meek. Where in the comics he looked kind of like an like an ant hybrid, and he actually talked in third person, and in this he was a slug with a robotic body and who made just weird noises. <laughs> and it's like no, no, because the Hulk inspires me to be brave. Mm-hmm. But then Stanley announced after Ragnarok that there's talk of the Planet Hulk. I'm not sure how you're going to do that, I, unless I that'll be the story of how he ended up there. To me, they already did plan a Hulk in their way, you know, the only yeah. way they could. And if you do that, it feels like a big retread, you know, like yeah, so I think they've sure. already done close as they can get. But yeah, it's like move these characters forward and because they're all going to be on Asgard now or Earth, wherever they're going to yeah. end up at. Who knows after Infinity War, what's going to happen there, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. I'm as much as I would love to see a Planet Hulk, I'm not quite sure how they could do it because of Ragnarok. Yeah, and I'm not mad. I'm not because I really no. enjoyed Ragnarok, and I really enjoyed how they, can they only did do it. So much for what they've set up, yep. and it's it's a machine. Like they have to keep moving. Yep. You know, and they can't be too careless and take their time on a particular story. You know, because they want they want to make money, and so far they're very good at that. Yes. So, yes. So far, yeah, it's like boom, boom, boom. You got right after Infinity War, you're gonna have Ant Man and the Wasp. As long as they keep them, you know, fresh feeling, you know, like it's not so formulaic. I think Black Panther definitely broke, you know, through another, you know, um, way to tell a story, mm-hmm. you know, and it was a big story to tell. So, yeah, it was uh, incredible. And I, I'd love to see it again. Maybe I will. I got, like I said, I got movie pass. I can go anytime. But uh, Game Night was not a disappointment at all, really. It was a really want, good movie. It was really I wondered funny. about that. I wondered it was about really that. really funny. Yeah, it stars uh, Jason Bateman and Rachel McAdams. It's directed by John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein. They're actually going to direct Flashpoint whenever the hell that gets made. All oh, DC. Fingers crossed that they can I handle really action pretty well from what I saw in this movie. And the comedy's great. Not to say I really want Flashpoint to be funny, but I think they could make it just right. You know, for yeah. some of the jokes. Um, well, they, the, the yeah. Flash is a smart ass. Yeah. So uh, he's going to have some comedy because he's going to make, you know, he's going to poke fun at everything. Well, Thomas Wayne Batman, I think he's, he's not a smart ass, but he's, uh, he's a, he's got a, he's got a dark sense of humor, I think, yeah. a little bit. So, well, and it, that'll be interesting too because Thomas, Thomas Wayne kills his villains. Yes. Like there's no locking them up in an arc. Cyborg had to save one of the, the, uh, counterpart to harley quinn he just tossed her off a roof and cyborg 
I'm referring to the the uh, animated movie. Yeah, Cyborg <laughs> rescues her, and he's like, "What the hell's wrong?" With you? Yeah, <laughs> I just oh man, I love I I never thought I would love that concept, and I only think I like that because it's like an alternative reality. You know, if they ever tried to make Batman like that, I'd have a problem. But since it's like you know either an Earth Two situation or whatever. I, I really dug that character. It really stuck with me. And this just the thought of Jeffrey Dean Morgan playing him, like, oh, yeah. I really want that to happen. That'd and be I, awesome. I hope it does happen and hope they do it right. I could really I could really see him as a great Batman, you know, that type of Batman. Mm-hmm. You know? So, um, but yeah, these guys, I think, are going to do a good job. Uh, they also wrote Spider-Man Homecoming. Like that movie a lot. Um, I still have not seen that. But yeah, it's good. We're, it's good. We're gearing for Infinity War. The wife and I. Yeah. So she's going to have to... We'll have to watch Spider-Man. We're going to have to watch... She's going to have to watch uh, a couple of uh, the Captain Americas. I think the last two. Yeah. Oh, she hasn't seen Winter Soldier or Civil War? I don't War. think she has. Oh, man. It's about to get really good. Yeah. And then... Um, I, I like th- the first one, but, you know, the other ones... I, I think everything else she's caught up on. Yeah. It's over 10 movies, so it's, it's a lot of watching. Yeah. Um, That does remind me they have this... Uh, 31 hour amc is doing this 31 hour marathon would you ever do something like that or have you done something like that before um what's your limits if you ever do a marathon i don't i don't know i mean if i got up and stretched you know in between movies for a few minutes i could possibly do 12 to 16 hours however the problem the problem becomes is after if you start pumping me full of caffeine, keep me awake. After 24 hours, I get weird. I get giggly. <laughs> I'm not going to pay attention to the movie. I'm going to bother the people around me. Mm-hmm. I'm going, you know, I'm going to become a nuisance. Yeah. So no, I don't think I could do 36 hours. I don't think the theater would want me in there after 16 because then I'm going to start getting tired. You imagine weird. the cleanup crew. I mean, I'm sure every movie they're going to clean up, but uh, oh yeah, I myself did a, a three movie marathon with Batman, the Batman trilogy. Okay. By the time we got to the third movie, I was exhausted. Like I still watched it, but I think it did hurt my. I just remember leaving the theater. Like everyone asked me, like, "What did you think of it?" I don't know, like, yeah, because I, I had fatigue going, but then also there was other things, and I saw it again, and I still have problems with the movie, but you know, it's just, uh, it was really fun, but I was like, man, how do people do Harry Potter marathons? Like, this was just three movies, and it wore me out. Yeah, well, I, I did, uh, <laughs> me and some friends did the extended versions of Lord of the Rings. Oh my gosh! And I tell you what, it took two weeks off. Is that what? Yeah, you're... it was. Oh man, I, I was so, so tired. Oops. Like that third one, that third one kicked in, and I went, all right, because you know, after it's it's like you're at, at that point, the third one kicks in, you're it's like six and a half, seven hours in. We're like, all right, let's do this. And I, I, I do remember, I remember just being like, all right, just when is this going to end? I've seen it before, but when is it going to end? You're like snorting sugar sticks. And yeah, it's just, stay away. oh, <laughs> and I like movies and stuff. I mean, I can, and that's weird because I can sit down and play video games for. 12 14 hours at a time because they keep you active yeah You're... but i can't i don't i just it's hard for me to do a marathon of movies yeah you know, you know what's funny is i i had lord of the rings on dvd still haven't converted to blu-ray i've only seen those movies one time in the theater that was it those i mean it was just such a huge experience like it was fun for you know three years in a row that was kind of the ritual around christmas i think mm-hmm. you go there i remember the last movie i think might have been the longest theatrically 
I got all my popcorn ready. Like I was set and I, I got through it. I wasn't tired, but I just have had, I don't hate the movies. I just don't have a desire to see them right now. It's just weird. Like I have my collection. Yeah. One of these days I'm going to plug them in. I know that I did watch the first Hobbit kind of found a lot of it boring and just kind of tuned out. I think I have the third one maybe, but I, I just seen all three Hobbits. I enjoyed the Hobbit series. Did you? Mainly because I, I I couldn't wait to see Smog, Smog or whatever the hell. However the dragon, you wanna, right? The dragon. Yeah, yeah. However you want to pronounce his name. Smog, mm. Smog, whatever. Smeeg. Smeeg. <laughs> um, and I could not wait to see, uh, like, the giant eagles, the great, the, 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 the battle between the five armies. I couldn't wait to see the spiders. The whole nine yards. Sure. And, which I would later find out that those spiders are offspring to uh, to Shalub or whatever her name was that, that guarded the the mountain. Oh, okay. Those cool. are her children. Really? And she's an offspring of like a spider god. Sure. But it was I but I couldn't wait to, to see all that on film. So and and actually that became a thing for me and my niece, as we saw all of them together. We saw all three of them together. That's cool. That's cool. And they were out every year too, right? Yeah, about every yeah. Yeah. Do you think Three movies was necessary. Could they could have they could have done it in two. However, not one though. You agree? No, no, not one. one. Okay. They probably could have done it in two. However, he brought in that stuff uh, from the stories like and that I'd never have read. So I know nothing of. I knew I knew nothing of the the brown mage, the the druid. Right. So I knew nothing of him until that movie. So I mean I get that they they added that little extra stuff, and it was neat. You know it was neat to see the 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 uh, the ring wraiths come to life. It was neat to see the Sauron come reborn, or Saruman, or whatever his name was, mm-hmm. and uh, and all that. And it was nice to see see everything. However, he if you he could have easily done it in two three hour movies. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what I didn't like about the whole thing. Maybe that's why I tuned out because I was like, well. Yeah, it's like this just feels like a, too much of a cash grab to do a three movie deal, you know. Yeah. And Del Toro, I don't know if he was just going to do one movie or not, but I kind of wanted a different take, his take maybe. So I, that would have been interesting. I will see them all, but yeah, um, getting back to marathons, they they are exhausting. They sound great. I think. Yeah. After you experience a couple of them, then your your opinion changes. In theory, they in theory that's great because you get to see all these movies you love. That's However, fantastic. yeah, yeah, your the human body can only stay awake for so long. Right, right. You don't want to be. It would suck to fall asleep when Infinity War kicks in. It's like, yeah, I missed it. I missed all this. Wake yeah. up towards the end. Yeah. But hey, where, what movie is this? Where am I? Who's that? <laughs> you got a full beard if you don't yeah. have one before, and yeah, you smell bad. <laughs> That's the other thing. Do I have a shower break? Like, yeah. It's going to be Dude. a lot of... Uh, Sir, you've been so. here for three days. You need to get up out of that seat. Oh, what? I can't. I've actually morphed into the seat. My pants are stuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's a part of me now. Yeah. Uh, 31 hours. That's that's crazy. I could probably do another three movie marathon. I mean, we did have breaks in the middle. It wasn't like, keep going. You know, we had uh, maybe half hour breaks, you know. I used to, and I used to do that on my when I worked nights. I'd come home from church on Sunday, and I would just find three movies to watch, and they were always there's always themed, but they were each movie was like an hour and a half, yeah, no, no more than two hours long. So then I, by six o'clock, I've 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 eaten my dinner, I've eaten a, you know a light dinner, I've had a break between each movie, 
I crash. I get up at 10 o'clock and I go to work and I'm there by 1130. Mm-hmm. So I'm, but the, each movie is only like an hour and a half long. And I, so, but these, <laughs> it's not like a two and a half. No, hour not these, not movie. these, no, not the, not, you know, not these like, Marvel movies that are more than two, two and a half hours. I couldn't. Well, I mean, I remember watching Winter Soldier, and that last action scene was incredible, but it wore me out. Oh, like, yeah. I w- and I had anxiety, because I was like, what's going on? Like, this feels- That's another thing. There's, yeah. Those, mo- those movies creating... That's another thing. You get so wrapped up into these fight scenes, and so worked up, and you're like, yeah, yeah. And when it's all said and done, you're like, man, I need a nap. It's wonder- almost like you are a part of it. I wonder if these events are, like, sponsored by, like, pharmaceutical companies for, like, anxiety pills. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uppers, downers, you yeah. know, all that stuff. Man, yeah. that, that the, the, uh, Tony Stark had, must have had a heck of a workout fighting those two. I'm going to go take a nap for him. <laughs> Here's some Pepto-Bismol. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, this popcorn. Woof. Yeah, so, um, yeah, Infinity War's coming, man, and I, I'm excited. I'm super excited. Uh, Chris Evans, I guess, lately said that he was going to step away from Cap after <laughs> Avengers 4. Which is sad, but who knows what's going to happen in these two movies? Because we know some some people are going to die. Oh yeah, uh, I don't know. If you, uh, if you go off the comics, uh, Thanos wipes out half of the superheroes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Adam Warlock, who's actually introduced towards the end of uh, Guardians Two, right? That's who's in the cocoon. He gets his hands on the. Uh, he talks Thanos out of the gauntlet because the gauntlet and the gems cannot affect him they don't they don't uh tempt him for power and stuff and he fixes everything and then disappears okay so he might be coming in avengers 4 maybe yeah i'm curious however now have you heard that that marvel has has announced after the last infinity war they have they don't know what they're making they have 20 movies lined up really people are speculating uh because they do everything in threes people are speculating a third Guardians, they're yep. speculating a, a second, third Black Panther, like rounding off all these movies. And by then, hopefully they'll have like the X-Men and all them. So then maybe rebooting the X-Men, maybe rebooting uh, Fantastic Four, bringing in an enemy that you can take those characters, some big mm-hmm. enemy and bring those characters into one big team like they have in the past as well. Sure. Uh, and so on and so forth. That's so, four for sure. Yeah, that that needs to be mm-hmm. done. And they're and they're gonna pick it. Well, and they get. I looked at the list of movies. Or they they are characters they are trying to acquire. It's from Fox and it, Star Jammers, everybody in space. Silver Surfer, Silver Surfer, and yeah. Galactus. There's a and I don't remember his name, but he's the balance of all power in the universe. He's got four faces, and his head on his head, and his head just rotates above his body. Whoa. Um, and in the comics, when Galactus gets transformed into the Lifebringer, he, uh, this guy decides that because Galactus has consumed and destroyed so many worlds, that this is the balance. He's going to allow it. Mm-hmm. And whoever decides that they didn't like it eventually kills this character. But the Galactus starts creating worlds and not destroying them. Sure. And he starts replacing the ones that he consumed. And he's a big cloud, right? No. <laughs> However, he's different because he's all silver and white. Right. God, no. That, that was, <laughs> I was so looking forward to the Galactus, and there's a cloud. And I'm like, what the hell well, is this? At least they gave us the Silver Surfer. Yeah. That wasn't like a blur or anything. No. 
Yeah, that was that movie was uh, I, it was terrible, but yeah, uh, I mean, obviously it doesn't hold up as well as we remember it. But you know, that reminds me, you know, Chris Evans was Johnny Storm in those films, and yeah, I remember when they cast him as Cap, I had strong reservations about it. I really was like, because all I ever saw him play was a cocky character, you yeah. know, and I was worried that he wasn't going to really act, you know, but. I yeah. was I was wrong. He he. Oh no! Really he does a wonderful character. He does a wonderful Captain America. And he plays it just right. Like yeah, I you know, I like Ryan Reynolds, but I feel like he always plays the same guy. And I just appreciate people who like take a risk and like I'm gonna go against what I usually what people like me for, and I'm gonna be a little serious. Luckily, Reynolds had Deadpool. That was a perfect match for him. Oh, yeah. I always thought. His other stuff, like in Blade Trinity, like that just didn't work for me. It just was too funny. Oh, uh, Hannibal King or whatever his name. Yeah, too funny. You know, it's like I get it. Like too less, much of a smart. Ass. Less is more. Less is more. Yeah. So I was really uh, nervous about Evans casting, but yeah, he, he proved us all wrong. I think, oh, yeah. and uh, I think we've all really have uh, you know come attached uh, to his uh, take on Cap, and it's sad that it's coming to an end, but understandable. You mm-hmm. know, he had a great run. He. Mm-hmm. Played him since 2011, so yeah, seven seven years. Well, it'll be eight years after everything's wrapped up. But that's that's incredible. He gave us probably the best set of movies in the Marvel Studios. Uh, yeah, I really, I think out of all the characters, and my wife's my wife disagrees. My wife's not a fan of like Superman. She's not a fan of Captain America because they buy the book characters. Kind of goody two shoes. Yeah, yeah, that's her I opinion. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and it's like, no, it's that's the point. <laughs> yeah, like with Superman, that's the point. The man can, you know, flick you into a, with a just just the a flick that sends you obliterates you, which is a hard character to write for. Yeah, like know? he, it, you know, if everything he does in life, he he handles everything like it's made of tissue paper. <laughs> yeah. So he's he's the, probably the most powerful character amongst the Justice League and all of them, and so yeah. He he follows everything by the book because he knows that power will corrupt, and if he goes steps up beyond the laws, he's going to become the bad guy. Exactly. He walks that line very very carefully. Mm-hmm. So then she's like, "Oh, he's still t- he's still a, a wuss, whatever." But he has to be. That's why there's kryptonite. Yeah, you can weaken him and you can challenge him, and yeah. yeah. But so yeah, magic so, too. I think magic he can't. Yeah, go he's against. he's he's just as as weak to magic as the standard human. Yeah. He doesn't have an actual weakness to it. He has no resistance to it. Mm-hmm. But with but I like Cap. But with Captain America, I he I love Captain America. He's always been about about free about the same things throughout his entire career, being you know freedom, protecting people, you know promoting a good way of life. And Evans did a hell of a job. He did. He did because that's what he played in the beginning was the American way, all this stuff. And I think for them not to like hammer it you know, so dead on with people about, you know, America isn't glamorous looking or thought of today's age. And I think they, what they did was they used shield to, you know, act as America now, you know, like when Mm -hmm. he was growing up, he had all those values and things have changed. And I think with shield going down and him leaving shield and going against things, I think that was kind of their way of showing that he's adapting and he knows that, it, things aren't the same as they were, or maybe mm-hmm. they were never. They were never the way he thought they were. But yeah, 
I remember in Winter Soldier just now um, talking about it, how Black Widow was trying to set him up with all these girls, and she's like, hey, what about so-and-so in accounting? And he said, uh, I think he said, uh, she's got a nose ring. I'm not ready for that. Yeah. He, <laughs> I well, just like he, how that was and, said. And, and nice. he's an old-school guy yeah. trapped in a modern world, too. That's yeah. another good I know I that like. reference. I know that reference. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I, I remember. Because <laughs> he's like, I, I want to fit in, guys. Yeah, he does. I know this. I know. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's funny because, yeah, he's. He he really is a, a somebody tra- you know who grew he up is. in the forties, yeah. Tra you know stuck in the modern world, right? And you know, and the sad part is, is he's going to age slower than everybody else. So it's going and he's going to have everything's going to drive him nuts. Sure, but yeah, it's oh uh, yeah, no, I I really love his and and you even get to see it in some in um in Civil War. He tries to keep those traditions, but he knows that by signing that contract, they're not going to play by the rules. Right. No, no government's going to. Right. And they're not going to be able to help the people they want to help. And he know and he knows that for he knows that's how that works. He understands how the world works now. Exactly. Exactly. He's, he's finally figuring out how the world works and he knows he signs that paperwork that they can't help the people that needs to be helped. And they're going to go fight people that they shouldn't be fighting. And he understands, you know, he he saw, if he signs that paperwork, he's no longer the man that he that he that he believes himself to be. It's not just black and white. There's yeah. gray areas in life, and yep. that's and what he's finally. Uh, yeah, he kind of comes to terms that, but he still wants to maintain, you know, his, freedom, his beliefs. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So yeah, I, it, yeah, it's it's really cool how they handled all that. Like I, I feel like they've really been able to develop his character over these movies. Uh, you, if he goes now, it's going to suck. But you, you feel a complete character. Mm-hmm. You feel for him too. You really, it's not just something like. Oh, he's dead. You got you didn't get to see him much, you know, like one movie and he's dead. And yeah. it doesn't feel you know, like example, BBS with Superman. It, it was kinda like he didn't really you know, I don't know, not to get into that whole thing. But. Yeah, let's not open that can of worms. <laughs> I that movie No, but yeah, it's it's just nice that they were able to complete his character and of course we got two more entries with him, so uh yeah, I'm I'm super excited. You see the the scene in the preview where Thanos is leaning on that shield. And eventually, the Falcon becomes Captain America. And Bucky does too, right? He, but for a while, Bucky becomes Captain America, and that was a fun. That was I love that that part in the comics because Wolverine just kept calling him Bucky Cap. <laughs> All right, Bucky Cap. Well, yeah, and they and got, and it just yeah. drove him nuts. It drove Winter Soldier nuts. I can see them going that route because technically they can have Wolverine back, so they yeah. can finally introduce all that. Yeah, but, I, that would be cool. And then they gave the then Captain America returned, and I don't remember what happened, but they passed the mantle on to uh, the Falcon, mm-hmm. who not only he keeps the, the shield on his back and he flies around, and then when he lands, he uses the shield, throws it back onto his back, and flies. But and I'm I'm curious about I'm I don't know I'm wondering if they're going to pass the torch on in, in the last Infinity Wars if we're going to lose the Cap in this one or not because people are going to die. Yeah, people have to. Well, I mean. Hell, Vision's being powered by one of the stones, so people have to die. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, do. yeah, I'm just really curious on how I could see them giving both Bucky and uh, the Falcon, uh, the Captain America persona, like they mm-hmm. honor their past, you know, friend. Or I'm hoping that Cap, like, maybe blows up in a ship. You don't actually see him die, so he could come back somehow, some way. Yeah, that's that's very comic booky and. You know, they've even done more extreme things, but yeah, I hope it's not like, yeah, I'm kind of hoping it's one of those deaths like 
Maybe he died. Maybe he didn't. We don't really know. Yeah, you know. So, I'm and I, I hope this is. I really hope this is the last trailer. Yeah, some movie. Some They're movies, pushing it. Yeah, <laughs> it was a great trailer some, though. No, it was. Yeah. Some people. Some movies will give away too much in their oh, trailers. For, yeah, Home, um, Spider-Man: Homecoming did. I thought the one of the last trailers they gave away the whole damn movie. I yeah. knew how it was going to end, but well, I still saw it. You know, well, like uh, Batman versus Superman. They, yeah. they gave oh, away Wonder bad. Woman. Yeah, they shouldn't like Doomsday. It, like the doomsday, she, well, they, if they'd have done, they gave away every like they gave away every surprise there would have been if you just they would have, it. you could have had an explosion or roar and have both of them turn to look like oh shit, yeah what is and then, that and that tells that tells you <laughs> that their their fights can be interrupted they're gonna have to fight someone bigger mm-hmm. and then and then you never and never even once mentioned Wonder Woman yeah and the, and the so the ways you're watching the movie all of a sudden bam there she is and you're like oh shit. That you know cool. that, that would, no, you gave it all away. You showed us Dooms that you showed us Mr. Play, uh, Potato Head because <laughs> so that wasn't Doomsday. That and you, <clears throat> sorry, I'm not gonna get into that rant. You showed us whatever that creature was, and you showed us Wonder Woman, and mm-hmm. that, was, that was just too much. Yeah, yeah. Tone no, it back. Less uh, is better. Right. Leave right. us guessing. Yeah, and I'm hoping I know we're gonna have more surprises with the Infinity War, but yeah, just the whole. You know, Thanos, uh, he looks great. I think he looks mm-hmm. the best. He, I, I really liked his look in Avengers, even though I know that was very practical. They threw that together. It was an actor in a suit. I really liked that look, though, with the eyes, the glowing blue eyes. It just mm-hmm. looked so real. And then uh, Guardians, it was kind of mushy CGI, in my opinion. But they've really crafted it, got it right. Except I wish he was a little bit more purple. He seems yeah. a little pink. But a little I, pale, yeah. Maybe they'll explain that, or maybe it's just because if it's in the light, it, it's more pink skin. If he's a, in space, it's purple. I don't know. But you get to see that nice scene where little Gamora takes his hand, or his finger, because <laughs> he's got a huge-ass hand, and they walk away. It shows like the beginning of where he got her from. Mm-hmm. Um, it would really be heartbreaking to see Nebula as like pre-teched out Nebula, because, you know, in Guardians 2... Just they didn't show it, but she said every time she lost against Gamora, Thanos took something from her and replaced, replaced it. it. Yep, like that would be so heartbreaking to see her as what, a child. And what she like, looked like before that all started. Yes, yes, and I'm like, oh man, that would really hit it. Really, that'd uh, be that'd be really hard to it see. It would, it would. So I don't know. They, I can see them doing like subtleness to that. You know, not really show you obviously, but yeah. basically. When they show that scene of him and Gamora like walking away, I'm almost thinking like, did she fight her just now and beat her, and then they just start walking away? Like, if they do that, then we all know as an audience what's going to happen to Gamora, mm-hmm. or I'm sorry, Nebula. Yeah, and that's just heartbreaking because oh, it's so brutal, you know. But that's uh, that was what's uh, great about Guardians. Like they have those moments, but then they also have the humor sets in, and it kind of helps you not think of it the whole time yeah. or you get away from it, you know? But yeah, these movies are just they're crafted brilliantly and yeah, Infinity War looks incredible. I, I'm super excited and it's I'm probably gonna be very um anxious during it. Just like who's gonna yeah. die, who's gonna die? You know, Ant Man getting hit by Thanos, uh that shot from the latest trailer of Cap grabbing the gauntlet and just screaming like, Oh man, I just like that's so a mm-hmm. badass. I just I love I love all of that stuff, so yeah, it's cool. I, I've seen the seen the action figures pop up at Target, you know, things like that. I don't really buy those figures, surprisingly. No. I don't know why. I just, uh, 
Well, they're expensive for one, but yeah, no, I'm if I'm if I'm getting any kind of action figures, it's not gonna be based off movies. Mm-hmm. I will, I'll dig into my nostalgia and find the ones from like the original yeah. monster movies, or I'll find get a collectible for a video game or something. That's what however, I'm more into. Yeah, that's however, stuff. I'm not. I mean, and to the people who do, there's nothing wrong with it. No, that's not, not my all. thing not at all. I'm not, but I'm not gonna buy every Spider-Man figurine and stuff and all that. You know what I like though? I like the giant figurines because they're mm. also like a nice uh, decorative piece yeah. for your movie room. Like I got, I got Superman out there and I got Batman, and they're like, I don't know, two two feet tall maybe, yeah, or more. I like those. You got to pay a lot for those. They're like fifty bucks, forty fifty bucks. But those things I'm into, or just things I can get more out of besides, you know, just plain or whatever. But like I got the cap shield over there. I bought. Yeah. So I got to hang that sucker up. There's an Iron Man helmet they've made. You can actually put it on. It makes noise, lights up. Okay. The mask pops off. Those are like a hundred dollars. They actually have the uh, gauntlet, Infinity Gauntlet. Mm-hmm. You can buy now. You can put your hand in it, move it around, That'd be cool. and it looks badass and it lights up. So like stuff like that, I like. You know, See, and, that, um, and that that becomes decorative. It's uh, like Batman and Superman. You know, you're you get more out in, of it. You get yeah, more if you're into it. those characters, mm-hmm. it's it's a nice decoration. Like you yeah, can play actually, with them, you know, yeah. you can wear it and then have your fun and then you're yeah. like, I can hang it up and now it looks great on my wall. Yeah. You know, things like Action that. figures, you're going to lose the part, so on and so forth. Oh or, they, or they stay in the package. Oh, they come with so many parts. I was going to buy this um, Silent Bob figure. It was after Kevin Smith had his heart attack and I was like, you know, I, I really need to get a Silent Bob figure just, just to have, you know. But it came with like 10 hands. And I'm like, what am I going to do with all these hands? Because I'd like to open it, but it's like, I really don't want to just put it on a wall because... You know, some of me likes to collect things, but yeah. some of me also likes to, you know, it's like it meant to be played with or displayed properly, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's kind of a waste just to buy it and keep it in its package. Because honestly, I'm not probably going to like try to trade it in the future. You know, I've never really been that way. No, that'll be your, that'll yeah. be your daughter's job. Yeah. But it's like, where am I going to put these damn hands if I open this guy up? You know, you just can't. Oh, yeah. Talking about toys, of course, reminds me of, you know, the sad news, Toys R Us is closing the stores. That, that's an end of an era. I, it is. It I is. remember on my birthday as a kid, child, my grandmother would take me in there. And I could, you know, you know, 20 bucks went a long way back, you know, back in the, <laughs> yeah. the, the 80s. Oh, my God. It doesn't get you much now, no. it seems. <laughs> to an action figure and a stick of gum. But, uh, you know, when I was a kid. A an action figure. <laughs> yeah. When I was a kid, you know, G.I. Joe was two, three bucks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd, we'd go in there, and I could I could buy a couple of G.I. Joes and, and maybe a He-Man or something. They had everything, too. Oh, yeah. All the stuff you could think of. Yeah, Didn't yeah. Didn't even know about. It's like, what? That's, no. They make I'd, that? Yeah, holy cow. And <laughs> so, you know, I'd walk out of there, you know, four or five toys for 20 bucks. Yep. Or more. And I remember doing that every year for many years as a kid. Sure. And it's... I just as far back as I can remember, Toys R Us was there. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it established itself back in '48. I mean, it's yeah. a, a long running toy store. It's um, fact, it, it sucks. It really there's does. a there's a show on Netflix, uh, the toys that you made did. us or yeah. something. Yeah, I still gotta see that. Yeah, uh, I've watched all four episodes, but they're like for the He Man one. They uh, they sold the He Man on to one company, which at the time was the number two toy store. Mm-hmm. And that's where the comic came from. They were like, well, nobody's going to know who these characters are. How are they going to feel about them? Because they were trying to compete with Star Wars. Dude, right off the top, was like, oh, it'll come with a comic book. And so they had these people make the little comics. 
Well, they went to go shoot at the Toys R Us, and they're like, well, this says for like ages four and up or three and up. And they're like, yeah. It's like four and three and four or five year olds are not going to read the comics. How are you going to get them to care? Oh, there's a cartoon. <laughs> and like right after the, right out, right out, just pulled it out of the air. Oh, so then the, that's where the cartoon came from. So selling it to get it, the Toys R Us to back it and to put it on their shelves, he man, the cartoon came about. You know, and, and it was neat to, because he's a part of, you know, kind of a part of history. Mm-hmm. But it was, it's, it was so much fun, you know, and, and you, and they had everything. They did. They really did. One aisle you had nothing but G.I. Joe stuff. One aisle had nothing but He-Man. One aisle had nothing but, like, there's two or three aisles had Barbie. Because mm-hmm. that bitch has got everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, you had an area for stuffed animals. You had an area for sports equipment. You had an area for this. And that. You could think of it, they had, you know, and at the time they had it. Mm-hmm. And even a seasonal seasonal area for either for sleds or for water balloons and water guns, everything, and it it kills me. It's an it's an end of an era. It is. It is. It's uh, yeah. Eight hundred stores will be closing, and sadly, thirty three thousand jobs will be lost. <sighs> it sucks. They filed for bankruptcy back in September of uh, twenty seventeen, and they haven't made a full year profit since twenty twelve, which they've lost. Two point five billion dollars. Oh my lord! So it's not been a well, good few years for them. That's it's too bad. It kind of shows, though. I don't know if you've been there lately. But yeah, sadly, uh, it's it's gone downhill. Well, and it, I guess it's it's kind of hard to compete. You can walk into Walmart and pick up your pick or up, Amazon. Yeah. Well, you can walk into Walmart. You can pick up uh, or Target. You can pick up uh, clothes and the latest action figure. Yeah, that's right. And some, anything else you need, groceries, or you go over to GameStop, pick up a video game, and and pre-order all that stuff and whatnot. You know, you can go to Menards and pick up the swing sets. Yeah. And everything that they sell is broken down into other stores. Mm-hmm. And it's just easier because you go into those other stores and you're picking up other stuff that you want. Yeah. And so, I mean, but it it really is sad. And, and it, I mean, I just, I guess there's a GoFundMe page. I heard about that, yeah. They've raised over $2 million to try and save Toys R Us. Wow. But it, I, I, I hate to tell you this, guys. I don't think it's going to happen. You need a couple more billion yeah, dollars it's... to do that, probably. There is some hope, though. Uh, well, it's not going to be Toys R Us, but apparently KB Toys is coming back. No. They closed their doors in 2009, and they were in business since 1922. They've been, for the last six months, coming up with a new business model. Pretty confident about it. Hmm. And they hope to open stores by Christmas. That so, would, well, that'd be pretty neat. Yeah, they, you know, that's that's good for any ex, you know, Toys R Us employees. And yeah, possible job opportunities. So good, good luck to them. I mean, go because in today's we need world, some toy store, man. It's yeah, crazy. you got can't just be. It just sucks to lose these places because you know, yeah, you can go online and get deals, and we're all guilty of causing this to happen. But it's yeah, just, it's convenience, right? But it's so fun to go to a local rental store for movies. You know that mm-hmm. that experience and. The toy store is just as good. Comic book stores, you know, things like that. You know, the smell of fresh paper at the comic book stores. Yeah, is, oh yeah, yeah, it's great. And toys, the toy stores, as long as they're, you know, clean. Yes, you yes. know, this Toys R Us by my house hasn't really felt too clean in many years, and employees have kind of seemed a little careless, and they're very young, you know, and mm-hmm. you know, I could tell like their minds and other things. I went there actually before all this closing was announced, and. Yeah, it just was disappointing what they had. And they actually had, I don't know, 
I hope no one buys DVDs from them. They had Batman and Robin on DVD for $19.99. DVD, when you can get all four of those original Batman movies for $10, 15 on Blu-ray right now. Oh, wow. That When I saw that, I'm like, no wonder you guys aren't selling this stuff. This is terrible. Yeah. You really think someone's going to pay 20 bucks for this? This movie that oh, came out in 97? Terrible movie to begin with. Well, yeah. It's like... But no, yeah. It... Yeah, it's just... It sucks, you know? They... I mean, uh, a lot of people have uh, expressed their, their theories and stuff. They just didn't... They lost the business model to adapt, pretty much, you know? I mm-hmm. guess they allowed Amazon to take over in the early 2000s. They they just didn't invest much in the internet thing. They probably just didn't know what it was until it was too late. Yeah, so I think know? that they... If you could have... Uh, they would have invested more in the internet, set up a deal where, oh, you're looking for a certain toy. This is oh, in your area. In your uh, area, this is the store that has it. Will you can put it on hold? Exactly. Or do you know? We'll have it shipped to that store in, a, in two days, or you can buy it, and we'll just like some places. We'll, you buy it on. We'll ship it out of a warehouse to your house. Mm-hmm. Toys R Us still makes the money off of it. Yes. Yeah. It just yeah. It's. It's it's sad. It's you know what makes it even more sad is uh, Charles Lazarus. He is the founder. Oh yeah. He just passed away after all this was announced. Like oh my god. I mean who knows if he was even able to comprehend what was going on. You know yeah. he's an old guy, but that sucks, man. It's like you, your empire is is going yeah. away. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's it's terrible. But hopefully KB has success. I, I hope some toy store out there does. But yeah, we need we need kids need a toy store. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I totally agree. You know, um, I have a lot of great memories in toy stores. Mm-hmm. Um, not it wasn't exactly a toy store, but you know, uh, Kmart of course is closing its doors too. And oh yeah, one of my no. best birthdays ever was my dad picked me up from school, and he was like, "Hey, I didn't get you anything yet because my parents were divorced, you know, so okay. I had to see him, you know, uh, every other weekend." So he picked me up, and he's like, I didn't get your present yet, but I thought we could go to Kmart, and you could just pick out what you want. Like, who? a lot of kids don't get to do that. And yeah. I was ex- I was like, sure. I didn't feel bad at all. I was like, heck yeah. We went to Kmart, and I got uh, I got the Ecto-1 car. Okay. And some figures, and it was great. It was one yeah, of the best you, presents that, I ever got. Because now you know, you know you're going to get what you want. Well, yeah, yeah. And I was like, can I get this? You know, maybe he had some guilt because he didn't get me a gift yet, so he paid a little extra to get me the car and stuff. <laughs> but, yeah, Toys R Us is the same. Uh, my parents had, like, some kind of award program, and they got all this cash to spend, at, and it had to be spent at Toys R Us. So I was like, okay, I can do that for you. Yeah. So... What's funny is Jurassic Park, I didn't even see it yet. It was coming out, but they had the toys. So I pretty much bought all the figurines you could get for that that movie. Had no idea what the hell the movie was about, but I had the figures. You've got the awesome dinosaurs. What does it matter? I don't even think I bought the dinosaurs. I just bought the people. Oh, really? That's how dumb I was. But yeah, I just, I also remember as a kid, you know, I was into G.I. Joe's, but I never had the big stuff like mm-hmm. the aircraft carriers, the jets. I remember seeing that there and I'm like, oh, that- mom, can I please get that jet? Like, it's, look at that thing. It's great. No, can't get it. So- um, in that TV show, they talk about the aircraft carrier. Yes. Seven feet long. That's crazy. That's crazy. They only sold like a handful of Isn't them. They have a PA system too. I think it's so. Like take off and. Yeah, but and yeah. and one of the guys they were talking that was on the show, he's like, my buddy had one of them. He goes, we how do you play? And they're like, we didn't know how to play with it. And you stop thinking about it. how the hell do you play with a seven foot aircraft carrier? You've got to it's, it takes up its own, it's got to have its own room. 
You got to have a spare bedroom for these kids' toys. On the floor, that's what you're going to be doing underneath your game table. You have it on. Oh man. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you ever see comic book men, but occasionally they, you know, make trades and stuff. And I think this was like way back in season one or two, but someone brought in that aircraft carrier, and it pretty much had everything it came with. They put together in the back, and they're actually playing with it and stuff. Oh my lord! Oh, it was crazy. What great, uh, great things they had, and they they still have a few cool things, but it's. I don't know. It might just be our generation. It just doesn't feel like the same as when we were kids. It felt like there was so many great toys out there, you know, and mm-hmm. now it's like very, you know, few and far between, you know, you got a lot of, uh, you actually got a lot of toys we grew up with coming back. Oh yeah. And so that's, that's cool mm-hmm. to see that. Or you got the, the novelty market, you know, which we, is always fun. We were in Walmart and and my daughter had, had some test or something. She'd just come back to the doctor and we figured, we're gonna get her a a doctor set toy set so that she can play with the stethoscope and stuff because so when she goes to the doctor she's not scared to death of this damn thing. Right. The doctor puts her in ears and she panics. It's like mm-hmm. child day. She wants to listen to your heart. It's not gonna hurt you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're in there and I just I walk the aisles and yeah some I mean, some of the toys are cool but. You know, that same... It's the same Nerf guns I've been seeing for the last five years. The zombie ones and stuff. I mean, yeah, they've got the new new ones. they got the balls and stuff. But, you know, the G.I. Joes, the, you know, limit, everything is, everything right down is all limited. There's so many selections. It's, everything's only got like two two or three peg rows, and that's it. And it's, you know, when we were kids, it's, you know, G, you had all the, G, you, you didn't have as many styles of stuff but you, you know like all you could you know take up half half of an aisle all of the, the ghostbuster stuff all the ghosts yeah go down a little bit with all the ninja turtle stuff and they take up the other half of that aisle and you know on the other side you've got gi joe and, and something else you know you had a better selection you these the characters were small and the amount of characters were smaller shows but you got a better selection of what you wanted out of them right and now i think the it, there's just too much. There is, there is. Well, and there's also like, <laughs> what the hell is this? I, I don't even know what this is oh, all yeah, about. Have... This whole toy line, like they had this toy line at Toys R Us, like it was all these like military type of uh, figures, and I'm like, who the hell are these? They look like a GI Joe knockoff. But I'm like, I don't know anything about these characters. Yeah, where, where are they from? And I think that all goes back to there's no longer any Saturday morning cartoons. That's another problem. There's no advertisement for these things. Yeah, how the hell do I know? <laughs> You Kids know, are gonna buy them because they look are. cool and play them. Well, they've got no story. There's no, yeah. You know they have no story. Because kids want a story. Yeah, exactly. They want a story. You can't yeah. care about them. Right. It's like I. Who is this guy? I'm just gonna name him. I guess. And I mean, unless it's my own idea. Yeah. Unless it's, which. Well, that's the thing. Now it's in our generation. It was Saturday morning cartoons. You watched GI Joe. You knew who all the characters were. You mm-hmm. cared about them. Now it's it's all movies. Mm-hmm. Well, I got to go see Thor, so I can buy all the Thor figurines, and I I know their story. Mm. You know, Captain America, Star Wars. It's all it. Yeah, it's not TV shows anymore. It's all it's all movies. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's sad. You know, I I like to think someday will things will correct themselves and the cartoons will come back. I mean, in their own way. Yeah. You know? But for now, you have Netflix and. Things like that, but yeah, just uh, I miss I miss Saturday morning cartoons. You know, now it's just kind of boring programming. I'm like, my kids don't want to watch this, whatever this is. Yeah, it's, it's stupid. I'm like, who cares? So, 
Yeah, let's talk about the Deadpool two trailer. Oh my lord! So yeah, then this I'm I, my fingers are crossed. I really because there's been some stuff going on with this movie, uh, with losing pe- people passing away and and people leaving this you know leaving the show and their movie and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm really hoping this is going to be as good as the first one. How and it looks good. You're right. Um, I like the the concept so far. Cable comes back in time to kill a kid, and Deadpool's like, "Whoa, whoa!" It's very Terminator like. Yeah. Does Cable do that in the comics? Hunt? Um, yeah. I mean, well, his main his main bad guy is Apocalypse. It's always been Apocalypse because Apocalypse infected him with some weird virus, and okay, that's what keeps his powers keep the virus and they keep each other in check. It's kind of like Deadpool with his oh, yeah, cancer yeah. and his healing so factor. They can relate a little bit. Yeah. So, and then there's a he's his alternate alternate version of him is Nate Gray, who is an incredible uh, telepath. But if you push him past his limits, he passes out. Well, if you push Deadpool past his his limits of his tele, his uh, his powers, the virus gets the better of him and makes him sick. Really? Okay. And then it all re- he eventually it rebalances. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. So he uh, but he's yeah he well no he's trying to prevent his his future from happening. Cables. Cables' future. Yeah. He's born. He's born into like apocalypse. Yeah, Apocalypse uh, cloned Jean Grey and Madam. Uh, I want to say her name was Madam Pryor, and her. And then he took. So he took her, and then he hit. It took some of uh, Cyclops's uh, DNA and created created new. Well, it would be Nate Grey, and but then infected him, and that's where you get. Uh, he, that's what, and so that's Cable's whole deal is to stop his world, his future from happening. Gotcha. Makes sense. And so apparently, this kid's some kid's gonna pose a threat. Got to come back and stop him. He's a fat kid. That's awesome. Yeah. Fat kid with powers. Everybody and wants. So Deadpool. I'm sure that I'm sure Cable just schools Deadpool. Oh yeah, you know. It. So, uh, so Deadpool's like, all right, well, I'm gonna put down put the, a team together. And we're gonna we're gonna save this kid because something's not right. Yeah. So yeah, and it's. X Force, yeah. I'm sorry that we're gonna call ourselves X Force. That was awesome. And he, he was wearing an X Men T-shirt at one point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he grabbed Colossus's butt. I'm sorry, and, and he... I, I really hope Colossus is just the same. Oh, I'm sure he will be. He's kind of the innocent soul. He, was... he has to be. Was that Deadpool in Professor X's chair? Yes, spinning, <laughs> spinning around. around in circles, playing around. Yep. I don't know how they're going to do that. Like, are they going to actually have uh, James McAvoy make an appearance? That might kind of screw up the whole tone of those X Men movies, you know, to interject it into a humorous. I don't know. I. It's interesting. I think they should. It's kind of. It's just in an odd place, you know. It's like it's kind of like Deadpool is like trying to just have fun with all the characters and not really care about canon much and the whole x-men's got this canon built so it's like how do you do that it needs to be that that deadpool just comes across the chair starts playing around and then you hear a noise and he looks over like a toilet flushes or something and somebody's helping professor x out of the bathroom (laughs) and deadpool jumps out of the chair and runs away like he break or like he breaks a wheel off of it and then he hears the toilet flush because he can't fix it in time he runs away it's, or something. Yeah. It's got to be, because it's Deadpool, it's got to be something humorous. Yeah. But you, they should. They should interject one or two of the X-Men, you know, characters, and just of an appearance. Mm-hmm. But then one, in, in the same sense, in like the next X-Men movie, Deadpool needs to walk, walk past in the background. Stop, look at everybody, wave, and then keep going. Right. 
So it, so there's the you know just kind of the, just do kind of a shout out. Of course, the timelines are different with the X Men movies and Deadpool. So actually, yeah. this is a present day Professor X. So it doesn't really have to be. It could be a whole new actor playing them. That's true. It's weird though because it's under the same studio. You know what I mean? But of yeah. course, Disney's going to own it all. Um, yeah, it's, it's Disney eventually own the weird. world. Um, yeah, it's like they get to play with the sets, but. It's not really the same universe. It's, uh, you know, I just remember the first Deadpool seeing the mansion all of a sudden and the sign Xavier's school for gifted students or whatever mm-hmm. it is. And I was just like, oh, my God, I had goosebumps. Like, this is kind of fun. But it was just so weird because Apocalypse didn't even come out yet. And it's like we're going through all these different versions of X-Men, it seems. Yeah. You know, uh, you got Colossus, who's like resembles the comic book character. Oh, yeah. It's not the pretty boy we got to know from the other universe, you mm-hmm. know, it's just kind of shiny. He didn't really get big, big, and he didn't have a Russian accent or anything. So it's nice that they really finally adapted this to that character. But yeah, the, the movie looks really good. It's, it seems more, kind of seems more formulaic in a way. Like the first movie just seemed to kind of go balls of the wall, do its own thing. Yep. This one seems to kind of be grounded a little bit more because there's like, there's that kid thing and it feels like, Deadpool and his girlfriend are going to want to kind of be parents to this kid, sort of, or, you know, maybe save. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. That could be good for a sequel or bad. Uh, I don't know. It's I, To me, it's going to be hard to really do what they did the first time, but it's okay a sequel is different, you know? It doesn't yeah. Have to, as long as it's good. I mean, who cares? Keep the character, I mean, keep the same sort I'm looking for. Like, I guess the same formula. Mm-hmm. Like keep Deadpool as Deadpool. Cause you, you everybody else can change, but Deadpool. No, needs don't to be don't Deadpool. break don't break the character. For, don't break the characters you have. So like Deadpool, Colossus, mm-hmm. teenage, whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, and his girlfriend. Don't break. Don't change those characters. You know, I mean, don't change how who they are too much. And keep them the way they would interact with everybody else the same. And you're just adding more people to the to it anyway. Right. And and uh, you know, just uh, and still have fun with it because that's all Deadpool does. Is he he just you you gotta you know he doesn't plan anything. <laughs> yeah, everything's by the seat of his pants. Right, and keep it that way. Right, exactly, exactly. He even admits it in the comics. In a oh, what was it? He it was during the Scroll invasion. He convinced the Scrolls to clone him to take his his abilities, and put him in their Super Scrolls. Which you would find that's how you find out that his healing factor will kill him without his without his mm-hmm. uh, uh, without his cancer because it kills those scrolls and oh, then and sure, he gets sure, those sure. scrolls shooting each other and everything else. <laughs> All right, now you got to train and they train on each other right. and now they're shooting, stabbing everything because he healed back, heal right back up. Right, exactly. And then he faces another super scroll, and when they, when the an actual super scroll, so when they come back to the ones that they've injected his healing factor into, they're all mutated and, and like. They're, 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 they can't move because mm-hmm. everything's hardened up because of the healing factor. Right. But he admit, you know, this guy admit, the scroll is telling him that he's been be planning a, the, the invasion for for all this time and planning every little detail. And Deadpool goes, "Yeah, I just kind of, I just kind of improvise." <laughs> like he plans out the first ten minutes and then he improvises straight on from that. And you, that's and as long as you keep that, um, it, it should be really good. Sure. And sure. I can't. And keep the seriousness of Cable. Yeah, and I think it, they are. Yeah, because they play well together. He's incredibly serious, and Deadpool is Deadpool. Sure. 
Yeah, Brolin looks great. He looks really cool. Mm-hmm. I like. Oh, he does. The, all the special effects. It it looks very, very good. I I hope. Uh, I'm sure it'll make some good money. I think they had a little bit more budget. Probably would have preferred them to stick with a lower budget, just to you know keep the focus and not get so, you know, not get studio more studio involvement or yeah. uh, make it too glamorized. You know, kind of you know keep that gritty look, which it looks like all that is kept. That's coming out soon, May. So oh uh, yeah, very exciting. We're, wife and I are going to go see Infinity War, and then we're turn and then we're going to turn and we're going to go see uh, Deadpool. Excellent. I don't know if you're a huge Karate Kid fan, but the Cobra Kai trailer just dropped on uh, YouTube. The first uh, full length trailer. They've had they've had teasers. It's dropped, uh, and this is going to be for YouTube Red only. So you got to buy ten dollar a month subscription to it which oh, i'm so very tempted to get because it'll be something i won't see i know it i really want to see it though this trailer sold it for me i was i was really digging it it picks up 34 years later uh looks like johnny and johnny's kind of down and out which is funny because he just lost a fight in high school it just feels kind of like it, get over it man it's high school well, it, it may have just been the downward spiral true that's true and i'm yeah i'm sure we're gonna get more of that story we pretty much know how this goes you know mm-hmm. uh Danielson's got a dealership and he's kind of a cocky asshole i got from this trailer you know so i'm i was kind of rooting for johnny because even though the cobra kai has that bad reputation it seems like he's really picking up kids who are picked on you know and he's giving them the abilities to fight back and there's humor in it like there's one scene where the main kid who starts it all really uh doesn't want to kick a girl and He's like, Johnny's like, so? Because he's, you know, the kid's like, she's a girl. He's like, so? And so he's like, I'm sorry. So he kicks her and she falls down and then he feels bad. And then she gets the upper hand and pushes him down and then jumps on him like twice. (laughs) And Johnny's like, oh, she's a natural cobra. You know, things like that were just, uh, it was really cool. It's a really cool trailer. It's it's fun. There's, There's a cool scene where. Danielson's dealership commercials on and Johnny's sitting, you know, in his apartment, or whatever, watching it, not meaning to, he's trying to turn the channel, but the remote batteries don't work. So as Danielson's talking, he's like hitting the shit out of his remote, trying to get it so he can change the channel. Yeah. But it, yeah, it does. It, it makes it, me root for Johnny more because it's I kind think of, that it's, I think it's supposed to kind of paint Danielson as not the good guy. Yeah, which there's been theories out there uh, that maybe going back to the original movie that maybe that was always the case. Like, Danielson was, you know, he kicked him in the face in the in the end fight, and there, someone put something together on YouTube. Go check it out. It actually is like stating the case that Danielson was actually the villain in Karate Kid. It's pretty interesting. Hmm. Not to say that I agree with it, but it's well, it's fun, you know, to you know well, fantasize it, about that. It would be interesting that, you know, that uh, that Johnny, he you know he had down and out of luck, and he comes back at being it, you know, changing his life and being a good guy. And Danielson, having always had success, he goes to his head, and now he's yes an asshole. Right. It looks really good. I really want to see it, man, but I don't want to pay that to see it. Like yeah. I already got all these other streaming services, but I, you know, we got a good reaction from our media sites when we shared the trailer. So I really think they'll get the audience. Uh, that won't be a problem. Maybe I'll just have to find someone who has YouTube Red and. You know, ask him if I could, you know, borrow it for, yeah. you know, a binge watch. I don't know, but it looks really good. It's the closest we're going to get to a new movie, I think. And maybe this will inspire a new movie to be made. Not sure, but yeah, it looks great, well, man. It looks really good. And well, I, if we're lucky, because 
Well, Netflix, some of their movie stuff's coming out to DVD now. Yeah. So maybe, if oh, we, of course, if, yeah, yeah, like Stranger Things and stuff. So maybe if we're lucky, yeah. this goes over well enough. Yeah, we'll absolutely. just drop it to DVD. Absolutely, yeah. From you know the YouTube Red channel. Heck yeah, you yeah. Know, and then and at that point, yeah, climb all over that. Yeah. Well, I'll have to. I hate to wait though. I really want to see oh, it, but uh, yeah, maybe something will happen. Maybe I'll get a friend who has it and he'll volunteer the password to me. We also did a poll on our site for Robert Downey Jr. was talking about. He still wants to make Sherlock Holmes 3. Oh, So we yeah. did a poll on that, and of course, that was very favorable as a yes. Oh, yeah. To seeing more. He does an excellent, excellent Sherlock Holmes. Yes. I I, I think you owe all the success to the all, all the different interpretations of Holmes right now to his movies. Mm-hmm. I think they really helped. You know, if you didn't like him, it helped you like something that was more your taste. Yeah. Well, you know, they're... What was that one where it was where Watson was the gal? Oh, that's um, that is. I don't think it's on the uh, air anymore. It's on CBS. No, it's still on. Oh, is it's it? still on. Um, man, why does that escape me right now? You got Sherlock, which is the BBC one. What is the one on CBS? Uh, da, 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 da. oh, Elementary. Yeah, Johnny so, Lee Miller. Yeah, so Sherlock. Yep. If you compare the two, Holmes is still a. Uh, even in the modern day, he's still a slob because mm-hmm. his mind's too busy working elsewhere to deal with the cleanliness and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Holmes is not Holmes, but uh, Watson, very still clean cut, very neat. What the hell is the matter with you? Mm-hmm. You'll get a shower, kind of per individual. And uh, I'm sorry, but you can't tell me that's not influenced by the, the Robert Downey Jr. Jr. movies. No, especially the, like any action mm-hmm. type of things you get. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you got the, which which is funny. The BBC version was the next one that came out that was popular, and they do their thing. You know, the way the BBC does programming, which I I really like, is they do like, well, for this particular show, Sherlock, they did like three episodes a season, but each show was like an hour and a half, so it was pretty much three movies. Okay, so they did that, set up the arc that way, and it really introduced some good characters. And then you have Elementary come along, probably you know because. Sherlock was a success. They're like, we got to strike while the iron's hot. Let's let's do this show. And I remember at first people were like, oh, I don't know about this. You know, CBS, Americanized, because he, he moves from England to America. It's set in New York, I think. Mm-hmm. Watson's a girl, whatever. Uh, it's actually a pretty good show from what I've seen. Yeah. And it's been on longer than the BBC one. Like, there's more hours of programming yeah. episodes than the BBC one. So I, I used to watch it, and then we still just... Still going. My, yeah, my schedule just never... Uh... Did not allow it after a while. Yeah, I mean that's what, that's what a lot of shows. Not to say they're it's not it's not that they're bad shows. It's just yeah, you get busy, and I don't know the TV schedule honestly. Unless there's something I really want to see, well, then I'll look it up and make sure I catch it. TV guides is gone. Yeah, so, you have apps though. It's like yeah, you have CW still. apps, CBS apps, um, other apps like I that. just yeah. let me pick up a. And I don't want to go by the, the the book TV guy. Just like yeah, once a week in the paper. So it was going to be on this old-fashioned, yeah, yeah. That have been, they, they, yeah. I remember, I miss those days. I hear you, yeah. Um, that's just uh, what I did with an app. Anyway, I got the Sci-Fi app, and I caught the new Krypton show. I watched probably over half of it. I was really, um, I was really pleased with it. It turned out pretty good. I have not watched it. Um, and my buddy introduced it. He goes, "Oh, they're making another Superman show." And I, I, I actually read the article and was like, "You need to read the article." <laughs> I don't get it. No, it's got nothing to do with Superman. You need to read the article. Yeah. However, 
I like the I like the concept of it. I like that we're doing something with his world, and it'll give you an idea of his of his culture and everything else as well. And then any bad guys they pull out of that and bring in, say, into the movies, maybe Brainiac or something, a better Doomsday, um, because that's where all the all the coming all of them came from. That would uh, it, it would help build you build up that that backstory with them as well. You could actually do that exactly. So I I haven't watched it, and I unless it's on Hulu, I'm probably not going to be able to. However, the concept is. Yeah, I love the concept. Yeah, it's it's and, really good, really good, and it's different. Mm-hmm. It's something different, which we're not seeing a lot of out of Hollywood. We're not seeing a lot of out of TV shows and stuff. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's what Smallville the appeal was to at least the earlier episode, earlier seasons of Smallville was Superman where he grew up. Yeah. So as long as they don't like. I, I thought Smallville got worse towards the end. Like, they were pretty much doing everything they could but make him Superman. He met all the characters Superman would come to know. Mm-hmm. It just felt like, you know what? Just end the damn show and do a Superman show if you want. I just, I don't like, yeah. you know, focus on Smallville itself. Don't get away from Smallville, which they did. Because that's what's bad about most TV is we're going to keep going and going and going. It's like sometimes less is more. Just yeah. I know it's jobs, it, right? I get that. At but, some point, he's going to have to leave his small town. At some point, he's going to have to don the, the clothing. Yeah. The outfit. He and did some, on the show, but he just never wore the suit, which is just Yeah, like, and at some point, he's going to have to become suit mm-hmm. If you keep going with the show about him growing up, eventually Superman's 40 years old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And finally leaving home. Right. Right. Which doesn't work. I just, I'm more in favor of just making a good quality show. Letting it end when it feels necessary, and I think most shows just keep going. Uh, this one, I hope, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, it, I really enjoyed what I saw. It was um, kind of too Earth-like in some spots, just mm-hmm. with the language. I kind of like them being a little bit more, um, you know, crafting it better. Like Battlestar Galactica, the reboot series, had the word, like, uh I think frock instead of fuck, you know. Yeah. They made up their own curse words. Like, I kind of would have preferred some of that to be made up for their particular language, well, you know. But they did get a lot of other things. Like, the writing is really good. It's written by uh, David S. Goyer, who's no stranger to Superman or Batman or Blade. You know, that's yeah. what he's really known from. Uh, well, you could, and they could also, you know, take it a step further. You could also introduce the ecosystem, animals. Yeah, all that they, you, know, you could do. You could do so much with with this because it's a whole alien world. Oh, it's it's really cool. They've actually introduced quite a lot. They they had this couple both put their blood samples together, and this the machine was able to tell them their whole kid's life. Like he's gonna look like this. He's gonna grow up to be this. How long he's gonna live? Like oh, everything. Wow. It's really cool. Like they have put a lot of money in this pilot you know this show i hope it the brainiac scenes i have not gotten to the brainiac part yet but just from the trailer brainiac looks amazing the skull ship looks great like the effects look incredible they just well, really went all I'm, out i'm wondering because brainiac started off as helpful <clears throat> well i don't this version i think he's more of a threat dead on like he's never really he just comes to the world to take it he's not the computer or whatever that is in Krypton, which I kind of like that version more, mm-hmm. you know? I really like the animated series, how they dealt with, like, Brainiac was basically fooling everybody, thinking they were fine, because he wanted them to die. 
and yeah. Kal-El well, had to take him down as best yeah. as he could. Yeah. Well, and he originally started off as as a a computer that helped with you know helped with their daily lives and whatnot. You know, and then they adapted and grew. Yeah, and evolved and pretty much. Unfortunately, he yeah became self aware in the bad like, way. It was yeah. like screw these hippies. That's something that I'm surprised they just haven't put in the movies yet. Like, what a great villain. They've never tackled it. They've always go back to Luther. It's like, ugh, just, I hope we get Brainiac, but now with the series, I don't know how that works. But mm. that's one of the big ones that we still need in the, in the movies. But we get it here in the show, and it, it looks great from what I've seen the clips of. I, I need to finish the show, but I'm really, really digging it. Yeah, like I said, great writing. Uh, the alien world, it's really, they've really put a lot of work into it. It's given us uh, world building for Krypton. We've never got live action, at least. I'm yeah. sure comics have explored some of the mythology of Krypton, but it's nice to know more about this place rather than it just exploding. <laughs> That's yeah. it, you know, Superman gets launched off of it and all that. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. To, I mean, this is like 200 years before Superman. So it's like, you know, I think a lot of people think, Krypton, uh, yeah, they, they'll have powers like Superman. No, they won't. No, they, they were they, they were the human. Exactly. They're human-esque. So if they start going that route, giving them powers, I'm going to be pissed, and I'm not really going to be interested. Yeah, no, anymore. they were they were uh, scientists. They were explorers. Warriors, because there's a military. Yeah, I mean, they, and they, they had military and stuff, and they were advanced technology, and they, but they were human-esque because of the red sun. Mm-hmm. They didn't have those powers. Maybe they lived a little bit longer. Maybe a little bit more durable, but other than that, no, yeah. they were like us, right? So as long as they keep that, and you know, it's like Superman. Like you got to be creative with these characters. Don't get lazy and make, do things to them that makes it easy to write. You know, it just I don't know. It, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but like with Smallville, it's like don't take him to Daily Planet if he's not Superman yet. Like things like that. Yeah. Like just focus on what you're doing. Build your own world. Kind of like Gotham. They started in the beginning to try to do that. And to me, I think they've really kind of played it safe. They've given us all these damn villains with before Batman even shows up, and now they're pushing Batman's the cause of some of those villains. Well, yeah, and now they're pushing the young Bruce Wayne to be Batman earlier. Like, you know, thirteen-year-old Batman is going to take over now, and they yeah. they do have the Joker working for them. It looks pretty good. The kid they got, he actually uh, has a big hat and uh they haven't revealed this look yet but i've seen some pictures and look wise the show's pretty cool like they do some good stuff there. i've seen some of the episodes i just can't get over um, the fact that it's more interesting if they just make a damn show about the cops of gotham to me like gordon and stuff and not give us all these damn villains like why can't they be going against the mob or something you know that's kind of your normal you, person in you gotham. could introduce some of the villains don't uh don't do the super powered ones yeah, which they've already, they've already. Yeah, done. no, don't, don't. I mean, not yet. Got so, Mr. Freeze already. Yeah, we got Solomon Grundy. Off. You've got. No, if you're gonna do it, do you can do the Penguin because he was a mob boss. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do the Black Hand because once you know the, the creation of the Black or Black Hand or Black Skull or whatever his name was exactly because that's what he was. Yeah, he's a rich kid, so on and so forth. But let's not go overpowered because the cops can't handle Mr. Freeze. The cops can't handle Bane. The cops can't handle Solomon Grundy. That's why they have Batman. Well, by the time he, he comes on the scene, he's just going to get Gordon's playbook. And he's like, how do you take down all these villains? Like, I'll just see how, how you did it and I'll do that and get credit which, for it. Yeah, which I'm sorry. <laughs> Batman's supposed to be highly intelligent. Therefore, he figures this stuff out on his own. No, right. You're, yeah. Billy just came in to the studio. What did you think of Krypton? 
Billy, who's a big Superman fan? Um, I actually thought it was pretty good to begin with. Um, it was I thought it was a little slow to, at start, but uh, once they started getting everything going and you know when they show the fortress and all types of stuff, that was actually pretty cool. And then uh, everything they do, uh, they have the the Superman theme worked into it. Mm-hmm. So I liked when they when they do something, they find the fortress. Dun, 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 you know stuff like that oh neat yeah so it was pretty good um i'm hoping that it lasts a while i don't know what that kind of show how long it could last but i think maybe a couple seasons out of it i think that uh, for sure sure but we'll see what yeah, happens I was, I was just telling david I, I don't like when shows like outdo their welcome you know I, yeah. I like them to just complete something and then that's it and you have that great memory of Beginning, Small, middle, end. Yeah, you know. Smallville should have at some point ended, mm-hmm. and then you could have started a Superman series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, without with the cast, you just move into a Superman series, right? And then you, then you, because you know what, they, as Clark Kent, he got to meet Doomsday, which I like how they did Doomsday. Mm-hmm. However, Superman doesn't meet Doomsday as Clark Kent. Superman meets Doomsday as Superman, and he does so many years into. Being Superman, being yeah. a superhero, yeah, that would have been that would have been cool if Smallville would have done that. I think maybe Superman Returns hurt that possibility. I don't know. I mean, they pretty much Billy, you've seen the whole Smallville. They pretty much pushed him to be everything but Superman, Superman. Yeah, right? Because they wanted him to, I guess, grow into what he was. Because they didn't call it superpowers; they called it abilities. Mm-hmm. So they wanted him to learn his abilities. And his trials, quote quote, mm-hmm. and so it was more of him becoming where what he's supposed to be later on in life. That, that's why they did it that way. Which, I mean, when I read an article about it, they said Tom Welling said that's what they intended to do to begin with. So sure, yeah, they probably never thought they were going to run what eleven years or ten years. Those ten, yeah. ten years, crazy uh, ten years, and then they could have gone eleven. They decided to do like a Superman type season. Yeah, but yeah, they didn't. Go that route, so well, I, yeah. I think that with Krypton, you could set up a lot of stuff. Uh, you could, you know, introduce Brainiac, and maybe that with that creature that that comes, falls, dies, they take his computer and use it and adapt it into their system. Yeah, for everything that they used that Brainiac originally for, which just eventually keeps him alive. Mm-hmm. You could introduce the, you know scientist or whatever somebody's going on you you can leave hints towards the scientist who eventually creates doomsday mm-hmm. so on and so forth so you could and all any other of his old old villains who come from his past from the planet you could lead seeds and and, and mentions and stuff like that you could do quite a bit yeah i mean just from what i saw i got to see some of the show because the sci-fi offered a free uh uh trial I guess. I don't know. I didn't have to put my credit card in or anything. Oh, okay. But I at least get the pilot episode. So, yeah, everyone, everyone out there, if you want to see Krypton, go to – if you don't have cable, that is, go get the app and you can get the uh, pilot. But uh, I think I watched maybe half of it. I, I really liked what I saw. I really did. I liked the part from the beginning where uh, they had Superman's great-great-grandfather. Mm-hmm. You know, they you know sentence him to death, but you know he's, he's on we- trial. He's, They're good yeah, at trials. We yeah, know yeah, that they go to death every time. They're always <laughs> but he's but he's wearing the cape. It's a dark, yeah. it's a darker S on the back, but he's wearing a cape. Yeah, and then uh, now uh, the guy came back from Earth to sh- say, you know, Adam Strange. Yeah, Adam, mm-hmm. which is that's a pretty strange name actually, but whatever. <laughs> um, but I see how they they're using Superman's cape as like a time, like a time glass, an hour, like an hourglass type of thing. Oh, really? So that's as cool. time as more time goes on, yeah, part of that cape 
seems to disappear. Oh, that's you, you can wow. see at the bottom of the cave. You can see this yeah. little pieces of it like um, disappearing. Mm. Nice. So they have so much time. So when the if the cape disappears, Superman would never exist. Oh, so okay. the, the so basically the adventure from what it starts with here is that um, the adventure is to save Superman mm-hmm. before he's even born. Right. Interesting. So, it's like it's like the Polaroid from Back to Future. Like, so that's my why family's I, fading. We gotta mm-hmm. we gotta do well, something. They, they've done that in the comics before. The comics stuff before. Sure. Uh, Superman has gone to into the future and find out he did all these great things while he was young, or. Uh, Supergirl, you know, went to the future to help out and never return. Stuff like that. I mean, they've done time travel before. Sure. They held the League of the League of Superheroes in DC. They have traveled back in time to find various characters that to come forth and help them. Mm-hmm. So that that's an interest. That actually, I like that idea. Come back and save Superman before he's born. Yeah, it's got a real good uh, like Terminator vibe. You know, mm-hmm. John Connor got to save John Connor. They didn't really get into specifics of why he. Uh, they had to come back to save him before he's born. So I wonder if something must have happened in the future to where uh, maybe he turned bad. I don't think they really went into specifics of why they do it. Yeah. But, you know, it's a, an interesting way of, you know. Should have brought back this. the box set of movies. Like, it starts good, and then it gets bad, and it gets pretty good again. And then it goes really, yeah, he died from Doomsday. This is probably before Justice League. I'm just well, acting like if it's all canon. Before like... <laughs> before the pilot, before the pilot came out, uh, they actually played the original Superman movies. So they started backwards. They started with four and went back oh, to one. On sci-fi they did? On sci-fi. Oh, that's oh cool. wow. So they started with Superman Ooh, four. And... Good good thing they started with four. Yeah. Like... So I think that's the what they did because it's a prequel to, to Superman. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So they started with four, three, two, one. And then that Wednesday they started the... So it was good how they kind of led to that. That'd be funny. They're like, we got to stop the quest for peace. We need you <laughs> to take this cape. Maybe that's why they did it. I don't know. And don't give it to him. <laughs> it's terrible. They made it in a garage. It's really bad. But it's interesting because uh, the first, the episode, uh, you know how Superman's uh, enemy is General Zod. Yeah. Well, there are Zods in the in the pilot, yeah. which is kind of awesome. A uh, little bit of a different kind of Zod, but you know. <laughs> In relationships. In, in relationships. And I'm not sure not how many people have seen away, this. Not to give it away. Yeah. But uh, it appears that an L has a relationship with the Zod. So, which is kind of. Oh, we're setting up odd. gods and monsters. <laughs> I see how this is going. Yeah. So, it's really cool. They get into all the mythology. Like, we always wanted to know about Krypton. You know, always saw these symbols in the original movie. I didn't really know what the hell they were till later on, probably right. through the comics. Right. and. This this show really does a good job with because um, they talk about like stripping uh, family ranks, the, the, and, the stripping family ranks. Yeah, and yeah. They have, basically, they, hmm. and they obviously have to earn it back. So I'm assuming they, that Sag L will uh, get the the House of L back into where mm-hmm. where it should have been. And yeah, that's where where Jor El pretty much. They really set up a great world. Keeps it going. And it, it functions, and it you know I mean it it really is intriguing to me. It, we never really got this, so I'm I'm excited about I'm, it. I'm a, little, I'm a little excited to see Brainiac because uh, they showed him at the last part of the show. Oh, okay, and yeah, yeah, yeah. it's oh he looks so a, a good. way a way different Brainiac than you're used to seeing in the comics and even if t- TV shows. Using yeah. TV shows is just a regular person. Mm-hmm. It's just you know a little bit different. So yeah, so I'm pretty much excited to see you know that's how cool. this how this Brainiac. Uh, yeah, it, it looks out. theatrical. It's it's really well made, like kind of like the new Star Trek show uh, Discovery, which you know you got to pay for to see. Um, yeah, that's sad. I've seen it though; it's great. It's great, but yeah, it's like wow, this could be in a in the theater, and you'd pretty much not see a difference. Like it's just great quality. 
So that's great. Yeah, I'm really excited about Krypton. Unfortunately, I don't have cable, so I guess we'll be coming over to Billy's a lot. You know, interrupting family dinner. Just uh, hey, don't mind me. I'm gonna yeah. watch the show. Don't mind me. I'll, I'll just you know. Hey, is that time. chicken? Mm, well, yes, please. Well, actually, yes. by that time, uh, is that comes out at nine o'clock. So yeah. Oh my gosh. It, so it's from it's my um, bedtime. It's on from nine to ten. That's so my ideal bedtime. Our our time anyway. Yeah, our time. So yeah, I guess yeah. you want to come over at nine o'clock. I guess yeah. you could. <laughs> But uh, yeah, just take a nap in the middle of the day. You'll be all right. It's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a pretty good show. Uh, I'm excited. To, yeah. I, I hope it lasts a while. Uh, I hope it lasts to where you know Sagal, you know, has Jor-El, mm-hmm. and then when Jor-El, you know, get, and Lara have Kal-El, mm-hmm. and that way, if it ends, that Kal-El is sent on to Earth, and that's where you know that's where it ends. I hope it gets that far. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. That yeah. would be a really nice ending to the series. Is as the planets get into those explode and they send Kal-El off and then it's, you know. That would be cool, yeah. And it, it, you never know if it, when it ends, it could spin off to be another Superman show. You never know. Yeah. It, it all depends, so. Might get a Man of Steel too, and they might link somehow. Who knows? I, it's WB, right? Who knows? We don't know what's going to happen. Who knows? Uh, one more thing to leave off on just to put in your brains. Uh, Indiana Jones uh, is going to start filming in 2019. Which will star seventy-seven-year-old Harrison Ford. So another one. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be filming in the UK, so it's really well, exciting. Now is this is this the racing crystal skulls? I don't know because I I like to hope so. Yeah, but, we all do. Yeah. Is it gonna be Indiana Jones and the Fountain of Youth? Yeah, I, I think I put the Quest for Teeth on our site. <laughs> Something because so. Indiana Walker Jones, of Life. Indiana Jones is you know getting a little search for tapioca. Oh, no, no. <laughs> can it be like a like a young Indiana Jones or something like that? Or? I don't know, man. Like I love well, Harrison Ford, but I do too. the the time to do it was back when they did Crystal Skull. They should have just kept going and getting well, that out I, of your that taste out of your mouth. You know, Crystal Skull is only a couple, only a few years old, right? Uh, actually, it's ten years old. Oh, now. It's ten years now? I oh, think wow. So, yeah, yeah. It's over ten years. I think it was oh six, oh seven. Wow. Yeah. But you got that bad taste in your mouth, and I think that's why they want Ford to come back so bad, and he does too because he wants to. He wants to make good on. Well, let's let's leave. Let's leave. The, let's leave the Harrison Ford Indiana Jones off on a good foot. Yeah, I I heard that they originally talked about doing this, that they were going to. It was going to over. Basically, Crystal Skull would not count. They were actually going to introduce a new son. I'm hoping, yeah, kind of pass on the torch to somebody else. Christopher Pratt, please. So <laughs> somebody. He would look good, man. I you know I'm almost for like a Bond. They just kind of reboot, but they they just it's just another adventure he goes on, and it's a different actor. We don't you know we don't address any changes really, but who knows what they're gonna do? I don't know. This will put if they go by timelines. Last one was in the fifties, so this will put him in the sixties. So he'd probably be going up against some LSD god or something. I don't know <laughs> hippies. Damn hippies, get off my lawn! I didn't yeah. see the last one, so yeah, uh, sorry if I didn't. Fortunate, uh, yeah. If I did, if I missed uh, out on something, but, don't do it. So I assume that he was he not in the last movie then? No, he was. Oh, he, he was. was. He, he was. Yeah. It just wasn't. Was yeah. not, just not they, bring back, they bring back the gal from the first one. You find out they had a son together, which was Shia LaBeouf. Um, yep. They're fighting. I think the Nazis again, trying to no Russians. Or was it Russians? Yep. Civil War or Civil War? Cold yeah. War. Was Temple Cold of Doom the first yeah. one. No, was that's the second, second one. Second one. Okay. Yeah. Although so, it takes place before the first one. Okay. Really? Yes. Anyway. Blame Lucas. <laughs> Blame, yeah, that's what he did. Blame so, and, and you get a scene of like where the Ark is hidden and stuff like that, but they're looking for an, uh, the remains of an alien. And the you find out the crystal skull, the crystal skulls are... Spoilers, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? They're, they're like, basically <laughs> line up these crystal skulls and this alien comes to life. 
and it's in the quote unquote in the weird. city of gold. Well, yeah. the city of gold to these the people who lived in this quote unquote, in the city of gold, their mass treasures was knowledge. And this gal gets what she wants. She wants to know everything, and she gets it, and it kills her because her brain can't take it. But like, it's it's really. Yeah, the, that the sounds skull. better than what we got. With you just describing it, yeah, that sounds really good. <laughs> it, it had some okay scenes. There's a there was a <laughs> there's a fight scene. They're driving through the the jungles and very CGI heavy. Yeah, though. extremely CGI. Driving heavy. through the 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 jungles of like Africa or, or South America, something like that. Yeah, yeah and yeah. this Russian gets gets falls off of the truck and into the these these ants are the size of your phone. Like this calling the advance, and at uh, one point they're yeah. driving by, and I don't know how this guy got ahead of everybody, but you see him. They drive past him again, and he's being—he's all—he's obviously full of the, the venom, so he can't move. He's all kind of crumpled up, and they pull him into a big mound, and he's not moving the whole time. And as he goes headfirst in the mound, he screams. <laughs> it's like, why is he not screaming while he's being carried? <laughs> You know, how do you get ahead of the vehicle? I mean, he thought it was going to get better. That's what, he had. He had optimism. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the ants were the ants were neat because you're in a yeah. you're down in the mid, the jungles and places we can't we don't explore. Mm-hmm. That's that's cool, giant ants. Yeah. All right, but you just yeah. I know, I know. Well, yeah, like I said, I, I, we'll leave you with that that nugget of uh, if it ever is going to happen because sadly, at this rate, Harrison Ford might crash another plane. We don't we don't know because he's don't not jinx gonna, it, man. I, I don't he's already jinxed himself. He's crashed like two planes and he had a door fall on him when he's doing uh, Force Awakens. So I feel bad for the guy. He he was at uh, Mark Hamill's uh, Hollywood Star ceremony. And he just doesn't seem like he's there, right? You know, in the mind. I don't know. Well, I don't perhaps, know. Perhaps it's time for things. him to he maybe might, retire now. Well, I don't he's, know. He's made a lot of movies. He's probably cracked a few a lot of bones. He's, he's 77, I'm a big right? Fan. I just I'm like, uh, yeah, he's going to well, by the time this comes out, yes, he will be 77. So yeah, by seventy eight maybe because special effects they got to redo yeah. that. So, so I wonder if it's going to take yeah. longer to make this movie because he's an older guy now. So he's oh, like, yeah. going to build a movie. Well, he likes doing his own stunts, but if you're yeah. an old guy, you're going to break a lot of bones. He's going to need a walker by whether the time you he's... want to or Damn not. Damn it, Harrison, you're not doing that jump. We've talked about this. <laughs> Let the stunt double do it. Oh gosh. Well, uh, yeah, I'd like to thank everyone for listening. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, you can hear. More on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, YouTube, Spotify, and of course, FuelTheGeeks.com. Check us out on social media as well. I'm Josh. I'm David. I'm Billy. Take care. <laughs>